What would you be willing to sacrifice for a better life? Thousands of immigrants have to answer this question one way or another, for a better life and for a world of opportunities. On today's episode, we are going to talk to two individuals who were able to attain their citizenship through the Navy, and how I was able to sponsor my parents through my own service using the Pearl in Place program. I am your host, MC3 Giselle Schering, and welcome back to Ears Adrift. Believe it or not, some of our greatest American heroes were foreigners. Marquise de Lafayette of France was an American Revolution hero and a compatriot of George Washington. In his remarks, Lafayette said, It is the pride of my heart to have been one of the earliest adopted sons of America. Foreigners have since then continued to serve in significant numbers since World War II. Over 300,000 immigrants served in the armed forces during the Second World War, 109,000 of whom were non-citizens. To become a resident of the United States, an immigrant has to first ensure that they are eligible. Eligibility may depend on the reason for applying. For instance, do you have a family member that is a resident or citizen and can sponsor you? Are you an immigrant worker with unique skills such as a researcher or a doctor? Are you seeking asylum? Are you a victim of abuse? Finally, once eligibility is defined, the individual may start applying and submitting the right forms along with supporting documentation and pay the fees. A green card generally lasts up to 10 years and needs to be renewed. After obtaining residency, the individual may apply to be a U.S. citizen, a process called naturalization. Naturalization can take its own time and be a long and confusing process. Every case is different and is tailored to each person. Generally, the individual has to have lived in the United States for at least five years. They have to prove that they are of good character know the language, and take the oath of allegiance, among other things. My name is Ensign Afia Jackson, and I am a nurse corps officer. I was born in Georgetown Hospital in Georgetown, Guyana, South America. I was separated from my mom until I was 17 years old, from the age of 6 to 17. Jackson lived in New York and was going to school to become a nurse. The struggles of working multiple jobs, going to school and not being able to pay for school anymore motivated her to join the service. You know, I was in this nursing prerequisite program in New York City Tech and I just, the waiting list was just so long and it was so competitive. And every semester I was paying out of pockets for the classes that didn't intertwine with my nursing degree. So I, once that, once the results for that semester came out and I still didn't get accepted into the nursing program, I literally walked out of school, walked down the street, took one bus, and got off and walked right into the Navy recruiting office. I needed to do something different. I needed to be bold. I needed to make a choice. I had nothing to lose in my mind, honestly. I felt, I knew for sure that they paid for school, and that's all that was, was mattered to me at that moment. Jackson didn't know that she automatically got her citizenship by joining the Navy. She had tried to apply beforehand and her application was denied because she was out of the country one day too long. 
that disqualified her. So when I heard in boot camp that I get that, I felt even more happy with my decision. And I felt like I had to work as hard as I could to to keep this position as being in the Navy. I wasn't going to mess up. I was going to, if I get my citizenship, I'm going to pay back. Jackson shared that her mother regrets having left her, but she doesn't feel that way. I, I don't hate her for it. I don't, I don't have any malice whatsoever towards her because I feel like I was given an opportunity to, to, to make myself different and I was put in a position where I can help the rest of my mom's family. I feel like the Navy has, has changed my life and, and nowhere close to how I thought it would. And gaining my citizenship, I wouldn't be able to be an officer. And depending on where your goals are, if your citizenship is what you want, I feel like the Navy is the way to get it. One of the greatest benefits of getting citizenship through the Navy is that the Navy does most of the work. Recruiter ABF1 Silvario Vasquez says that in boot camp, the RDCs already know who needs to go through the process and may even come out as citizens. So um, I was born and raised in the Philippines. Uh, it's a small town called uh, Nabua. He came to the United States in 2010. And when I got here, I tried to join the Navy, but since it's my, um, I, I struggle with like taking the ASVAB. So pretty much I took the ASVAB four times for me to able to pass. I'm, I'm always struggling with English, of course, and never, you know, speaking English in my entire 21 years in the Philippines. According to Vasquez, in 1994, there was a law passed by President Bush that allowed old World War II Filipino veterans to get their citizenship. It took his grandpa 18 years to be able to get his family their visas and migrate to the United States. I know a lot of uh, Filipinos in the Navy, um, they actually have a very you know, comfortable life being in the Navy, retired as a Navy. So actually that's giving my motivation to um, to actually um, push myself or actually uh, motivate myself. And the fact also that my, uh, my grandpa was also a World War II uh, veteran. You don't have to do 20 years in Navy. You know, three years is a minimum. Just, you know, take advantage of three years, travel, get that education benefits, get out. Don't, don't worry about it. He became a recruiter and has helped his people from the Philippines to get their citizenships. I believe that there's a lot of people can be benefited um, with whatever we we have in the in the Navy. So far, he has recruited a total of six Filipinos, all of whom are immigrants. Two of them are already citizens. Um, I believe that it, if it's changed my life, there's no way it's not going to change theirs. Change can be difficult and scary. My parents came to the United States looking for a better life. It is the land of opportunity after all. My dad was having issues looking for a job due to a disability where he only has one eye. And my mom was looking for a fresh start after some hardships that she had in her life. My mom said that she tried to get her visa two times and both times were denied. She waited a while and about a year or two later, she tried again and they still said no. She mentioned that they wouldn't even look at her paperwork. She would ask them what they wanted or needed from her, but they wouldn't even talk to her. They just looked the other way. 
There are a lot of expectations for a child with immigrant parents. We know both languages, sort of, and the customs of both countries. I translated and spoke on behalf of my parents in parent-teacher conferences, doctor visits, and stores. They said that there was a law that when I turned 21 years old, I could sponsor them so they could get the residency. They had hope. The day that I was of age, they went to see a lawyer, but they found out the law no longer existed. They don't know when that law became obsolete, but when they found out, everything came crushing down. They never gave up, and they kept looking for people that would give them any hope. My youngest sister was diagnosed with cancer, and we were told that because of her, they could help us. The lawyer lied to us and only took my parents' money, $5,000, and we never heard back. She said that they talked to another lawyer, and he was the one that told them that they could only apply and get their residency if a son or daughter was in the military. They said that I made the choice to help them in that aspect, even though they did not agree. They were afraid of the dangers that the military brought and that I was going to be away from them for a long time. My parents received their residency in December 2019. I will never forget how happy they sounded the night they called me to give me the news. It's what every child from immigrant parents dreams of, the ability to give them their freedom. He said that before they knew it, they had their resident cards in their house, and it was a huge happiness after all the years waiting for the opportunity. When they opened the envelope, it was a feeling of genuine happiness because they were free from the fear that they had. It's still something that they can't believe. Joining the military was not a sacrifice. The Navy opened up many opportunities for me and it allowed me to give my parents the greatest gift of all. But now, they have the opportunity to go back to Mexico to see their parents, brothers and sisters, and still be able to come back home to me. Okay guys, that's it for this episode of Ears Adrift. Keep us on your radar and keep posted for new episodes each month. You can listen to us on your favorite podcast outlets, our Facebook page, or on our website at www.ah.mil. Thanks again for tuning in. I am MC3 Giselle Shering. Feliz Dia del Inmigrante. Immigration Kamahina Mabaraco. Maligayang buwan ng pagdiriwang ng kultura ng mga immigrante. Shahar Turat Al-Muhajjarin Saeed. Happy Immigrant Heritage Month.